The Sports Career Podcast, episode 297, how to support professional football players after football. sports achiever and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the sports career podcast i'm your host ed bowers as always my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who's an expert in a particular sector of the sports industry especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career as a professional football player and also working with elite football players too i hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your sports career development interests and needs now getting back to today's podcast special guest is amir osmazajik Amir is a former professional Bosnian football player where he's played for a range of teams in Serbia, Bosnia and Greece. Also, he was Bosnian Player of the League Player of the Year in 2009. Currently now, he's the co-founder of Dynamic Sports Group with my dear friend Sabrina Vujabasic where they really now help professional players during and after their career in football. So for that reason, it's such a pleasure to have Amir as a podcast special guest on the show. And that's when today's episode, Amir will share his football career journey and explain to you why professional football players need more support during and after their career in football. Amir, it's such a joy to have you on the podcast show. Please do share to the listeners your football career journey. When did it all start? Yeah, it's a it's a very long trip because you know it starts my professional start of course when I signed my first prof- professional contract when I was seventeen, but you know that journey starts when you first time kick the ball of course of course obviously, and it was it was uh, in front of my in front of my house with my with my neighbors and my, with my childhood friends you know and it like I think in in many cases. Or in all cases, it was like a love and first touch, you know. <laughs> first, I can say first view, but it's like a first touch, you know, with the ball. It was when I was four or five years old, a luck to living in front of, in front of, or next to the stadium, you know. And we all, all, always we jump over the the wall and they play on the on the stadium of the football club from Houtam, Sloboda Tuzla. And you know, it starts like that. Okay, so. Going back to when you were like, let's say, 10 or 11, when did you know when you're like, I want to be a professional football player? Because I bet there's loads of children or teenagers who, who want to be players, but I'm interested in like your commitment to being a player leading up to getting your first contract at 17. I'm just interested of your mindset of, I want to be a professional player. Can you remember that moment? Uh, maybe I can say it's a moment because my father also was a professional football player here in, here in Boston. Ah. Yeah, my father was, and I started to follow him and uh, going with him on the on the matches when I was like six, seven, you know. And in that moment, you know, when I see everything, atmosphere, you know, uh, time before the match, when the player going on the warm up, I was in the dressing room very often with the players, you know, I I could uh, feel it. Uh, everything around the game, you know, and in that moment, I feel oh, I want to be part of this. But uh, first uh, uh, time when I when I feel it, like it will be my patient, it will be my life. It was when I get the offer from Partizan Belgrade when I was 11 years old, and I played for the youth under 14, under 15 uh, of, of my hometown team, Sloboda Tuzla. I don't know where we where we were. I think in Serbia, some tournament, and they selected me. They scout me, and then they called family and the club, and they asked for uh, sign me there and bring me there. And maybe it was like a moment when I should or where I had had to decide should I go or no, stay at home. You know, it was like a moment when I said, okay, I will I will have to try or I will try to be professional. Okay, just for young footballers listening in. How important was it for you when you were watching your dad in that football environment to understand how a club works, not just on the pitch, but behind the scenes? So academy players can learn during the time through that progression. 
would you mind just sharing the importance of that learning just even watching your dad you can understand when you're in his position one day you know how a club runs could you just share some tips of how important that is of observing the environment look i think it's very important and uh, i know when i when i uh, after that after that situation with uh, part of, of of life of my father in partisan also they always try to learn us or in many uh, big european academies they always try to show the young players how uh, things working in the in the senior team uh, from that point when i was when i shared some time it was very important because you, you you couldn't see different type of the people different type of the players how they prepare how they uh, working during the week and uh, always you have some uh, 100% professional player who working everything properly or you have some who, who don't care too much. Different type of the players. I learned in, in my career, there is, the, there is no rule. Like, you know, if you work everything like uh, from the books, you will be a big player or you will make a professional career. There is always something different. And, uh, you know, you, you have many uh, players who didn't work in like they should it, but they make it. But you have to like work 100% everything. And if you make your career, okay, you or you is the most important. If you if you don't make it, you know you give every, everything from yourself. That is like a more important for for young player to know they have to give 100% of of them of them possibilities. Only on the end of that path, on the end of the journey, you know, okay, you 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 was fair with yourself. And you did you did everything what you could. Okay, football is not only work, work, work. There is a lot of different things to not football. Career is not the only work, 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 but these are very important things. I mean, I'm going to put you on the spot. What's more important, attitude, like with effort, or having that talent? I know both is the answer, but if you had to explain, like you said, each player's path is different. There's always that bit of luck as well along the way. But if you had to. Ex your experience, what's more important, having that natural talent or effort? Experience and the experience of my many teammates, I think is it's hard work because uh, I, was, I was the witness of many great talent players who, who didn't make anything. And from other side, I saw many players with average talent or without the talent and they make good or great careers. And from that point, these things is, is more important. With regards to talent, do you mean technical skills or even their mindset as a player? Everything. Okay, uh, you you get you get talent. You know, you're born with that. Touch with the ball, your technical possibilities, everything. But for me, is also intelligence is very it's very important and it's like a one of part of your of your possibilities and how you how you when you get some information, how you working with that, how you use it. For yourself or against yourself like many young players against them they when they get some information or some uh, challenges in, in them careers they 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 make it they, they don't use that uh, things and information for themselves they they make it against them and that is also part of of your of character and you know you are if you are intelligent guy you use it for yourself and it's like a part of the your character is part of talent. It's not only like you're born with good touch and you good skills and you're talented. No, everything is a part. All other things, it's, it's like a effort and work. And, you know, you can separate these two things. Finally, because I want you to reflect as well, how important is it to have the right mindset as a professional footballer? Because we always talk about the nutrition, fitness, technical skills, formations. But looking back, did you have to focus on your actual mindset as well? to stay focused within yourself and the team as well. I'm just interested. Yeah, that is one of the, maybe the most important, especially now in the modern world, in the matter of football, because uh, before uh, 20, first things is uh, the very important for the, for the football now, in the modern football in the, in now, in this, in this, 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 this years, because the football changed very fast. In the last 20 years, I think football changed more than in 50 years before that, between 50s and the, and uh, 2000 is like uh, the football change less than in last 20 years or even last 10 years because you know technology come on the big doors in the football and uh, you know everybody using uh, many platforms information coming very fast to the players and uh, of course it's too much for the especially for the youngs because i i want to keep uh, focus on the on the on the on the youth and the, the young guys uh, 
and it's very hard to it's very hard to accept it everything and uh, you know like uh, pro pro proceed everything in your in your head and i think it's very very important what we have today like many young players like just disappear from from the from the football football scene from the they they, they lost they lost somewhere you know you cannot find them anywhere after 78 years old they play that is maybe the most important thing more most more important than the, the skills and other things even in the work because you know if you cannot uh, uh, fight with uh, all challenges with yourself with your mind and with your soul or what you what you want to accept that uh, it's very it's very hard to make success success with regards to that success as a professional football player out of interest and i've had different perspectives from other athletes is it important to have other interests than playing football then be football 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 instead of actually i like football but i actually enjoy i don't know uh create doing a side business or music or do you know what i'm trying to say like having something is a positive distraction that cannot put too much pressure as you as a, an athlete the reason i say this i, I had a player called julia Simich. she did her acl she couldn't play for, for like a good nearly just under two years. So she ended up working and getting other interests. And then she went back into the team fresh, but also know that there's more to life than football as well. I just would love your thoughts of having good, positive hobbies um, as a football player. Yeah, that is very important things. And I think uh, the clubs have to take care about that and they push the young players to, to find something like a hobby or like a other interest of uh, you know just uh, good uh, relax for the everybody because you don't care about about uh, during the week about the match about the if you lost or something like that if you had if you had bad weekend but if you don't have nothing to do if you don't have any interesting about anything okay beside the video games okay everybody likes the video games but beside of that I don't know uh, everybody during the childhood they doing many things. Okay, you play football or basketball or baseball or anything, you know, ice hockey, anything. But you always like to, I don't know, going in the hiking with the, with the friends or it depends. It's not important. But uh, during the time, especially in the big clubs, I think the big clubs is like a factory of the killing the young players. And, you know, not the making, they're killing the young players because everybody see one or two or five in the one, two, three, five years, Ajax, Real Madrid, Partizan, Red Star, it's not, Dinamo, Zagreb, it's not important. Uh, but nobody, nobody see what happened behind the scene, scene and how much players stop to play football in the in the twenty without the, any education, any other interesting in the life. It's like a, they are lost, they are ghosts, and that is I think very important. And I, I think the club should to make some programs. I I heard Ajax make it like they they choose Wednesday, I think. Wednesday during the week and it's uh, football is forbidden in the academy everything they have to work in yeah I heard that you I, it's not 100% information we, maybe we should check it uh, because one friend told me it's not 100% but it's easy to check it uh, you know like they forbidden everything about the football uh, watching football playing football no training nothing nothing and they, they choose uh, what they what, what the kids need to do and that is very important things for example yeah. that, that is like a, that is a system Ajax is in great system and they I think that is only good things why they last five, six years again they come back on the big scene in the European football. Sorry, I was gonna just add on it's looking at the individual as a person than just a footballer, like six footballers. We're looking at six individuals of their overall growth. Because it's the same with education as well. Like let's keep it of comparison. Not everybody at 16 is gonna get AAA, you know, people develop at different times you know so that's why having that break from football can have a you're looking at other areas of the development and i think that's important so yeah it's very important is not is not uh, even the players who make great careers and make big money great money even them have problems when they finished because all the life 20 years from the 15 and until 35 every day somebody uh, take care about them like they are kids with 35 years old you know like somebody came and say okay training is at 10 lunch is 12 after that you have to take rest after that you go to the hotel and sleeping at 11 wake up at 7 and every day during the 20 years and you came to be 35 years old okay you make it maybe make it make 10 millions in your career but you don't know what to do with 10 millions even that you don't have any interesting you don't have any 
uh, I don't know, purpose to, to living. What, what, what is the biggest problem now? Depression. Can you, can you imagine the guys are professional, they are famous, they are uh, handsome, they are, uh, you know, have the beautiful women, everything, kids, blah, 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 big houses. And they, they make, uh, you know, they're going to be depre de de depression, deep depression, and they have problems to be, you know, with, with the people and uh, living normal lives, healthy lives, you know. That is the big problem in the professional football. I want to talk on another level of this because you, you said some great things. The pressure of being a professional footballer. I don't mean pressure of it's a, a cup final on the pitch. I mean the pressure of just being a professional footballer. I bet it's harder because of the social media now, the media in general, how athletes are perceived. I'm just relating to your experience, and I bet you've got a lot of friends, other football players. May I ask, is that like a topic that isn't being discussed about, like the pressure an a, a footballer has to cope through day in, day out? I'm just interested. If you were my sharing on that side of things. Look, between each other, the footballers never speak about that because if you are, if you are show your weakness, you know, it's not good. It's not good. Even, even, even in the dressing room because only 11 players can, uh, can play in the first, first team, you know. Other 15 or 20, I don't know, it depends how many players in the dressing room, they're fighting to take your place. And if you show your weakness, you know, you, you are not good enough to play or something like that. And that is the biggest thing because footballers is like uh, gladiators. You know, you cannot show your emotion. You cannot show your weakness. You cannot show, okay, maybe you find some best friend or something like that. Players today play more than four or five. Even some players played all career or 10 years in one club, of course. And you share maybe something deeper and more emotionally with someone. But generally, it's like, a, you know, it's omerta. Like, you nobody speak about that. And it's, of course, it's, it's wrong. It's wrong. It's very wrong. But you say it's wrong, which I agree with, because that means the team isn't performing to their best ability. Right? Yeah. You know, like, I'll give you an example. This goes a long time. I had a guy called Danny Donake, who played for Everton at the academy. He, on purpose, he didn't talk about his ankle injury in front of the coach. He played with an injury because, like you said, he was so competitive to not lose his spot. But in the long run, it means you're going to get an injury, very, you know, a serious injury later on. So yeah. uh, there's no yeah. right or wrong with this. Well, the, the right answer is people should be themselves. But I love that you're just giving a realistic um, insight of a player. And the final thing, because this is really important now, and I bet it wasn't when you started. I want to talk about social media as a professional footballer. Like, how important is that, that players are mindful of how they you know, show themselves in social media the right way because, you know, there's countless examples of an athlete who may post something wrong or the world judges them on a post. Now, I'm just intrigued of your thoughts on social media as a professional football player. Look, before the professional sportsmen, professional footballers, especially because the football is like at the most in the focus in the, in the Europe, uh, they, are, they, they were famous and you know they should to care but now it's a extra extra pressure because like you know even the normal people who are not play football they are also under pressure because of the social media because there is every, everybody knows that everything or 90% of everything there is fake you know and everybody show only the happiness nobody nobody show when they fight with the with the wife at home on the instagram of course Everybody may make the best pictures and put every day there, and everybody around them, even the best, uh, the closest friends, me think everything is perfect in in them life, and that is naturally people thinking, you know, why I didn't be part of this, why I why I don't have this life, you know, and it's the same with the professional. They are they are uh, under extra pressure now with the social medias because they have to all the time during the 20, 20, 24 seven they have to show like they are perfect perfections is, is not uh, is not the way it's not the life you know is like of course you make mistakes on the field you make mistakes in your life private life everywhere the, the footballers are professional sportsmen they are human and they, they make mistakes but if you if you make mistakes you know uh, you are you are under pressure to don't make the mistakes in any 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 minutes in your life you know and it i think it's extra extra uh, pressure for the sport, sp professional sportsmen uh, I don't know what is the solution what is what <laughs> that is was my next question <laughs> yeah sorry, sorry no I... carry on <laughs> yeah. it's good uh, 
it's very hard to find, you know. On the end, I think it's very important to educate about the, everything. The clubs or players can can find can have to find some uh, I don't know some people who know more about that, some uh, PRs or somebody who have to give some uh, give some advice to them how to use uh, uh, social media or how to communicate with the fans or because you know we are witness of some stupid things what make nba players yeah. you know they fight with the fans on the social something like that you know some stupid things what make you more nervous what make you like you feel bad next three days seven days month one month you know we have to working on that when i said we i think everybody who 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 included in the sport even the the journalists the the staff in the clubs uh, i don't know uh, professional sportsmen the, between each other they have to communicate and help each other because it's become or can be, become a big problems in in the in the next years but if you flip it it like the other way if they were trained and educated it could create opportunities like endorsements brands the club get better status as well so it's a win win from a club and a player if there's the right support um yeah. does that sort of make sense so we've you talked about the negatives flipping it, it can be a solution as well, right? Um, have you seen players that have created opportunities on social media in, in a good light, um, if that makes sense? I'm just Of course, look, everything has positive sides. Even when you go in the jail, some people go in the jail and they uh, learn to, 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 to write and reading and become the internet, uh, like, you know, very educated, even the jail. And you say, I was in the jail, but I become smarter and a better person, you know, of course. Yeah, of course you you can find the uh, positive things. Social media is like a can be the power, but if you if you using properly, okay. If I if I working uh, or if I'm on the field six hours per day or on the gym and uh, I don't have maybe time or interesting about to learning about that, but maybe somebody can take me like a kid and they try to learn me, you know. And we have to working as I said before. I uh, I repeat it again, but as your question is 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 perfect. You know, clubs can use it. Like a power that that things, especially on the big bigger level, like in the in the bigger level of that. But even in the local, I'll give you an example because I'm a Man United fan. Do you think of let's say last year with Rashford, people remember him with regards to food feeding children who weren't getting meals. That enhanced Manchester United's brand, despite they weren't playing well at all at that period. And I'm just saying that's the power of social media, storytelling, using it in a positive light to create change, then, okay, Man United losing 4-0 against a top league club. So you know what I'm trying to say? It's um, done right. Everybody can win, even if the team isn't winning. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you cannot change performance on the field, but you can change uh, energy around the, the team, you know, uh, make better, better relations with the club, you know, because the footballers, on the end of the story, they are human, human beings, who want to feel good. Everybody wants to feel good. You know, everybody wants to go anywhere in, you know, even in the pub or in the house or somewhere to walking around with the friends. You want to feel good in, in yourself, you know, even the footballers. Okay. Why, why, why everybody, you know, you, you cannot find even Ronaldo and Messi. And if you ask them why you start to play football, they, they will not say, uh, because I, I, I want, uh, or I, I, I think about seven, uh, golden balls or to be, well, they start because they enjoy with the with the neighbor, play football in the, with the neighbors and score the goal, you know, and the two rocks in the street, you know. Everybody is the same feeling, even the goal in the in the in the final World, World Cup final is the same feeling, and everybody start because of that. After that becomes you know all show and the, you know all lights and the money and the big contracts, big clubs and big goals. But when you start with six, seven, everybody, even a Messi, even my neighbor who have. 125 kilos now they start from this from the same purpose from the same way and that is the most important and finally i always think i've interviewed a range of athletes and it's been a privilege by the way but the ones i've spoken to always believe in giving back to the community of where they started you know like you say i agree that athletes should get paid premium if they perform well do well for the club for themselves but how important is it to give back to the grassroots to inspire that next generation because everybody says they it's important but doing it's totally different to saying it and I, I just think it's that's where the real magic happens if it's done right um with, with the ecosystem of grassroots football 
inspiring that next generation. I'd just love your thoughts on that as being a professional footballer as well. Yeah, look, that is a cycle when you, like, we have to close somewhere, you know. It's cycle. And when you start from somewhere, even from, you know, some beach in South America or some pure country in Africa or from the normal, you know, average family from Europe, you know. It's the same thing, you know, you came to the to the top and even Ronaldo, is, again, I have to say Ronaldo and Messi, they, they were on the top. Uh, we can see everybody, they start coming, you know, down. They're going down in the next, last two years. Uh, it's very important to, to give something back to, to, to your community. Even if, okay, it's, it depends how big you are, how big your career is. Like Mane, he's like uh, the biggest... Oh, he's built so many schools. Schools and the hospitals, yeah. And it's like the best examples. We have many examples. And it's very, uh, how is it? it's very important to, to put focus on that, to... To speaking about that a lot, Mane, Ronaldo, I don't know, many others here in Bosnia, we have Nurkic, Yusuf Nurkic, the NBA star, who helped a lot here in this area. He's like uh, from, from our area here. He's like 10, 10 kilometers from, from, from my uh, hometown. And he built a lot of house also, giving the people the money. It's very important to, to people feel that and support that, that, that people, that sportsmen who, who, who are ready to help the others. And as I said on the start of this, this question, uh, you have to close this, the cycle, you know. You have to close the cycle and you are feel the better. You are feel the better and it's more, you can relax on that way, you know. Okay, you make big money, but you know you help someone. Even you don't have too much, when you help someone, you feel good. And on the end of your career, your life, your anything, you do, you want to be, as I said before, again, you have to repeat, everybody wants to feel good. And if it's that way, you can help the others or help develop the sports in your village or in your country. The best things what you can make. I think we're really at a great stage of today's podcast topic because we haven't discussed this bit yet, which I'm really passionate about because I'm not going to, you know, this topic's been on my show for at least the last seven years of like how elite athletes, not just professional football players, transition after their sport. So related to your experience, like how important is it that support for a professional footballer after football um i think this needs to be talked about particularly in professional football it's vital so yeah where, where's the best place to start to help professional footballers when they finish playing i think they're working with the kids because like you know kids is like a sponge you can modeling them you know and you can working with them a lot you can change a lot when uh, also t uh, teenage also it's like a good good good, uh, uh, good uh, groups to working with them and uh, it's the most important to give a lot of advice 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 because even the biggest stars football stars they they made a lot of mistakes of course and you can learn others you can uh, advise to others you can uh, even if you have uh, if you have uh, uh, power to invest somewhere and uh, develop something with your money or with your, uh, I don't know, bring some sponsors or something is the best. But bes beside that, even you don't have that power, you can you can uh, show your examples what is good or what is bad and try to help that guys. The, the, the working with the kids, I think that is the most important because many of them, when they start, also I saw some uh, uh, some information about the England football, like. Uh, thousand hundred thousand something kids start to play every year in england and only 1.2 percent make a professional career you know better than me that uh, i just saw it somewhere in the in the newspapers can you imagine that what what happened with the 98.8 percent kids what start and didn't make professional careers that is the most important to show that kids is not the end of the life you don't make a professional career you can use professional uh, sorry not professional careers you, you can use your uh, football career, even though it was amateur or something like, or youth career only, to make good relations, to make good, uh, uh, how is it? Uh, your, uh, you can develop your character because professional sports or, or football make you stronger, make you better, learn you how you lose, how you win, how you behave after lose or after win. And that is a, the very important things what we have to try to learn the kids is football is not, uh, uh, you know, life or death. Well, the... I'm, I'm being really serious. I, last year, there was a, a situation, a, a academy player from Man City didn't get picked 
and took their own life. You know, and 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 this is where I'm trying to be serious to the listener and truthful. Like I know we're going quite extreme, but you're right. There's so many young players where there's other as other walks to life than football. But what I love what you've said is, and I have a feeling it's a skill you've learned. But building that character, how has that helped you in the real world? I'm really interested on that. Reflecting. Yeah, it's true. As I said. In the in the even in the dressing room, in the especially in the in the big uh, big academy academy like like a partisan, it's really is in Europe one of the best in the football academy. In the day you learn what is maybe in the some moment is not the good. Like you are the one or no one, <laughs> you know. And uh, okay, on the end, family is very important. They have to support you, but on the proper way. Today is the uh, parents become the the biggest enemy of the kids. Because they see kids like uh, investment, not like a, like a human being, you know, and that is also one of the maybe other topic and other subject. But uh, you learn to how how to lose, in the, like in the life, you know, when is everything the good? There, there is the friends, there is the the girlfriend, there is the family, everybody. But what happened when you know something changed in your life and you and you you lost some battles, you know, even your professional career can be anything, you know, doctor. And that 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 football to learn you how to stand up and keep keep going. You know that is that is maybe one of the most important things. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot again. You got distractions as a young player, like you said. You've got the money, the fame, stuff like that. And then the other one is being patience, resilience. You know, when you were growing up, how did you balance that? Because if you're persistent, patience. You're going to win eventually and put in the hard work. But with these distractions, that's the challenge. You know, that's the character. Yeah, that is a big challenge. And believe me, in my team, Partizan, we had 13, 13 national team players under 17, under 19. It's me, me and one more, one more friend. We play for Bosnia and Herzegovina and 11 of them play for Monte, uh, Serbian. At that time, was Serbia and Montenegro together. They separate 2006. Can you imagine the, the group of the talent players? Okay, we make careers, six or seven of us. That is a very high percent, you know, like almost half of the team. But 13 or 15 of them, they play amateur leagues and they stop somebody in 20, 20, between 20 and 25, they stop to play football or they stop to make money from football because of these things. We was in Belgrade. Belgrade is a crazy city, you know, with crazy nightlife and everything. And there is extra distraction, extra than another others part of the world. And it's your choice, you know, it's your character. It's your, like even you are going somewhere to, to study. Also, it's the same. You can stay in the room and uh, reading the books and, uh, you know, prepare your for the for the exam or you can go outside and uh, have fun. You know, it's, it's the same. It's not like a, uh, you, you, will, you will not be the fit. You know, you are for professional football there and you have to stay focused and be in the training. Even your student, you don't, you don't need to be fit. You need to be smart. In football, is the same. football is the same. So how important is decision-making? So I'm going to give another example because I've read his book and I find him a fascinating athlete, uh, Michael Jordan in basketball. He would have two-month period where he would give brands or any media chance to interview him. After those two months, he would basically nobody could access him because it was all about training or winning for the team. Like he made that, made that a controllable like not many athletes could do that but I think it was a great way of like he can control his decisions with distractions or holidays a big into golf that's how we switched off um so I'm just trying to share two things the important for a footballer to switch off but also making effective decisions where you're in control then I'm talking out loud the club the family pressure the just you know the distractions I'm just I would love your thoughts on good decision-making in general? Look, uh, it's like, as I said, it's your choice. You always have choice. You, okay, many distractions, you can say, you know, happened this, happened this, accident, uh, injury, anything, anything, but it's only excuses, you know, because we have many, many uh, footballers who, who make success without this, with these distractions, you know. And it's your decide. It's your decision. Sorry, it's your decision. What you want in your life? Okay, there is many many reasons. 
somebody somebody come from the pure family and they want and he wants to save the family you know like from the south america or africa even from europe uh, someone uh, want to great career someone had father who played football and want like impression to him or the family or some or someone just want to play and enjoy the football like okay you mentioned jordan and he was like a fanatic crazy guy who worked hard also we have uh, last two years mvp nba player nikola jokic who drink two two liters coca cola every day you know but he make it okay he's talented he's more talented than maybe jordan maybe I'm, i don't know but you, you know it's other other example on the end of the story it's only what you want on the end of the day on the end of the career what you want and what is your way okay, there is the, there is the rule like you have to work you have to be patient you have to be focused sometimes you know some players make a career without that but it's one in the not million it's one in 10 million one in billion i don't know uh, but other one it's what you want even you want to be a doctor you have to going in the college six years you have to going extra two three years uh, in the working in the hospital to prepare for your extra exams and everything i don't know or if you want to be the best i think the most important you decide to be good or the best is something even if i want to hear the cut you have some famous hair uh, hair cutter in london who you have to pay thousand pounds for the one haircut it's, you know you can you can be rich and famous like a, i don't know working in the anything some simple job but you are, if you are the best you can be successful you or you are successful i think that that is your decision in some time okay you in teenage you can little baby but in some moment if you want to have a normal life if you have a success is something you have to decide in yourself without the parents without the girlfriend without anybody wake up looking you in your in, in your you know you in your in your soul looking yourself in your soul and said okay i want to be this what is the what is the path what is the way there is a lot of examples you choose one don't looking like hundreds choose the one and follow follow the follow them follow them path and you will be you will be good 100% or you will be the best maybe absolutely and i'm going to put you on the spot now because your new journey with our good friend uh, Sabrina Bujabasic, who's one of my favourite podcasts, um, had the privilege to interview her three times. So, look, I would love you to talk about this new adventure for you, and if it's okay, to know quite well, could you just share the story how this happened as well? You two teaming up uh, because I love the story that it's all about you represent players, but actually a big part of the uh, philosophy of it is actual player care on and off the pitch. So. Yeah, what inspired you to start a player agency management company? First things we met each other like six, seven, seven months ago when she finished director career in FK Sarajevo, the best team here in Bosnia. I was close to finish my football career. I'll play only uh, semi-professional one year from my friend. He was the president of the one team in Serbia, and he called me to help them to make promotion, and and we made made it. And in that time, last six months, we're thinking what we can make it together because we make some uh, good meetings and share some uh, experience between each other. And we, how is it, come to come to the idea to open it and founded the company. Who can the? Okay, there is many companies. There is many sports agency, but here in this in this uh, this uh, area, especially in Bosnia. Uh, we have the problem with the, especially with the young kids, with the young players, because you don't have typically a sport agency who can help them. Or not only make the transfers, everybody can make the transfers. You can have some contacts, you know, you don't need to be an agent or you don't need to be ex-football professional player, something like that. Everybody, waiters can make it, you know, if you have some, if no, some director. Uh, but we want to make company who will help the kids, even the kids who don't make a career, you know. To help them to, to to advise them how is how is this uh, uh, this business working how they how they find themselves in in every these hectic things you know because there is especially last five six seven ten years I don't know how much when the when the social media comes in their focus become the crazy and the kids like they are lost even now we spoke we help we working uh, we working with our hometown team Sloboda Tuzla. We try to to help them to develop some things in the club. Uh, we make we made some deal with them, and we spoke with a lot of kids 
and many of them say some weird things like you know nobody nobody spoke with them last three years like ask them how they feel or anything like that i i was very surprised and was crazy information for them from that point we try to to help kids and can i just say because i do know this inside story it all started over a four-hour coffee you and sabrina when you before you even set up so you're nodding your head like i just want to share with people that opportunities because it's a career podcast opportunities can happen with two right people with the right values with the right mindset like would you mind sharing a little insight of your experience over that four-hour coffee like to where you are now can you believe it in a way that from one coffee it could lead to this yeah yeah look some uh, not some all things happen with some purpose you know because some uh same friend friend of mine and sabrina <clears throat> he called us uh first thing he he live, he living in austria he came like on the vacation three days here in that three days he met me and met, he met her and he couldn't have he he didn't have time uh, for the boat to make, and he makes some, uh, like, he called all friends together to, to hang with them, to just see them. And on that company, it was like a five, six, seven people, I don't know, in the, in the some uh, restaurants, I, I forget it. And we shared many information. It was like, a, as you said, four hours coffee, and we spoke all the night about the footballs, about the everything about football, what we spoke now, about many, many topics, many subjects about the football. And after three days, we met again and we keep going as we spoke and next time five hours <laughs> something like that and you know after that uh, she gave me some uh, contact of her friends because as i said i planning to finish my career and she told me okay i see you have some good ideas try to to make connection with these people maybe it's going to be useful and you know it's keep going keep going after three or four months we founded our company in January, we made one good transfer to Saudi, uh, Saudi Arabia. And, uh, you know, now we started also working on some transfers. And two months ago, Sloboda Tuzla came to us and asked us ask like a company uh, to, to help them. And from that coffee to now, we made some transfers. We, we are now in, in some possibilities to make transfers and we're working with, with football club to to develop them and help them on the on the many points, you know. And in six months, yeah, we are grow up a lot. <laughs> and ju just on this last six months, I, I just want people to learn, even if they're like, "Wow, this is a you know you've achieved a lot really in a small period of time." Reflecting how important it is to have the right people around you, not just setting up a business, but just in general. Like, I, I think this is an important point that with any new idea, having the right people, that's where things can speed up, but things actually happen together, not just you as an individual. Yeah, of course. Look, uh, I think nothing you cannot make alone. Even you are singer, <laughs> solo singer, you know, you have to have support. People who make, prepare you everything for the, some concerts or you know, everything. Uh, in, especially in football, you have to work, you have to cooperate with the people, you have to connections, you have to help each other you know even the the biggest agent they're working together you know they making because they cannot control all market or something like that the biggest agent and you know uh, i think you feel good when you know when you know you help someone to feel better or make better things in the life find him good job you know and that reflect very very well on your on you when you know you help someone and, you know, as I said, we make some things even here in Sloboda Tuzla, some small things, but some for someone is important. And we, you know, we move a little bit to up is success. And we feel good about because of that. Right. Just for the listeners listening in, Amir, like, could you just explain to the listeners what Dynami Sports Group is about in a few sentences so they can just learn a little bit more about this new company with Sabrina? Yeah, that is our company. As I said, we try to to help the the players, not only the the, the youngs, but uh, the old players to try to work on the little bit different way, different. So I don't know, maybe others make better things than us. But we want to be some company who will be very fair with the players because I know everything uh, bad what happened in football, and I know the the feel the feelings of the of the footballers, you know. And I try to make I, many friends of. of mine they told me why you start with this it's it's like a, you know very hard business why you don't enjoy in your retirement or something like that 
I said because of that, because this is crazy world, crazy football world, and I want to offer something on the market a little bit different and try to be uh, honest and uh, helpful for the for the players. Point also, we are good partners, and she can offer from that side, you know, uh, support to the players. And we like like uh, we are very good partners in that, you know, partners in crime <laughs> to to help to help the players to have one uh, completely support. Completely support what you need to be, uh, what you need to during your career, not to be successful. You can be more or less successful. It's not in, that, that. I want to put in the focus that success is not the most important things. It's not important to you play Champions League and winning World Cup or something, or you play in the Bosnian League. That is not like, uh, uh, that is not the level of your happiness. That is not the, 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 the part, you know, that is not the most important things to you. Do you be uh, satisfied with your career or no? You can you can won you can win two World Cups and two Champions League and the other career you will be unhappy. It's impossible. I saw some players like that. I I speak I spoke I speaking with some who said, "What now?" You know, everybody on everybody of us want maybe give everything to be on the on on his place, but we don't know he's unhappy. We don't know. But that's it. that things happen in the football, and we, like a company, want to be support to the players. Even, of course, we want to have in our company the players who will want World Cup or Champions League in the next five, ten years. But we want to have the players who will be happy on the in, during the career and after the career. Support them. I, I've got a big question. How do you achieve that? Like, I think being happy is the hardest thing, or finding internal fulfillment is the hardest. Like for me. This is my zone, my man. Like I've nearly, this is nearly my third. No, I'm nearly 300 podcasts. You know, trust me, it's been great fun, but I love it. You know, but for a lot of people to find that one joy can be so challenging. So I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot as a company now. How do you define happiness for a player when working with them? Look, it's very hard. It's very hard job. Is of course even to make yourself <laughs> like that. But you know, uh, from my from my career, I learned many things, and uh, the most important things is like uh, the football is not, you know, dead or life. It's not dead or life, you know. And uh, I try to even now when we working with FK Sloboda Tuzla, and when I spoke, I spend a lot of time to speaking with with the with the young players to explain them to try to enjoy the football, try to remember why you start to play football. That is one one thing, only one thing. It's very hard to convince them to enjoy the, you know, remember how why they start, when they start, and how, why they start. When they was five, six, seven years old. From others, from other other parts, Sabrina also played football, and she knows. But also she know the uh, this uh, low things, and they try to support and they protect the players because from that side many players suffer. You know, they sign some stupid contracts without any protections or something like that, and you know. When you have that support, when you have that support, you have more time to be relaxed and enjoying your life with your family, with something like that. You know, try to convince the the, the players. That this is the the business, like any any others. Yeah. I was going to say it's having the enjoyment of the sport, but being protected with the business of the sport with the right people. I think you've highlighted a real key part because, like you said, when you were four or five, you're kicking a ball. 17, you got your first contract. There's business. That's the business of the football industry as a player. Wow, what a cool conversation. Like, Amir, quickly though, reflecting, what have you enjoyed the most from your journey looking back right now? Uh, I don't know. It was maybe when I, it's really, I, I, from, as I said, from my team, from Partizan, six, seven players uh, make a high career. Stevan Jovetic was my teammate, for example. He made great careers. He played in Man City. He played, you know the player. Everybody knows the guy. And, you know, he has, the, he had, or he has, because he still played, the same problems like some player who play in Sloboda Tuzla from my team, from that team. And when we, we share a lot of time together, sometimes we, we met in, we meet, we meet in Belgrade during the, this year's many times. Who came, came, came. And all of us agree the, the beautiful, the, the best moment, it was like that time between 13 and 17 years old. When I again come back, when we play football because we love it, we enjoy it. Like a partisan, we play a lot of tournaments during the uh, worldwide. 
the, from against the best teams in the Europe and the world from South America and uh, Europe, the best teams in Europe. And that times when we were like when we winning that uh, that tournament or something like that because we was very we were very su successful. It was like at the best moment. After that, as you said, when I signed the professional after uh, with 17, in the first team, the older looking you like you you come to to you know to steal them plays. You make a transfers. You go abroad. Uh, the domestic players looking you like you came and you have a bigger contract than them. You know, it's like that. It's like that. It's business. During that time, from the 12, 13, for the pen, when you you find yourself until you're, you you become the senior is the best time in my career, and many of us agree with that. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing that insight because that's so important. And look, you blow me away of what you've just said right at the end because. I use a phrase to students who want to work in the industry, it's not a job, it's a journey. And I know it sounds cheesy, but you've just said it. It's that journey element of enjoying what's enjoyable. But when it comes to the business side, things may not be as seen as we see it as a fan. That's what I enjoyed. And I'm grateful you shared that. But look, I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. And my goodness, you shared a lot. But for any young footballers, what three tips which you would give to them now, which they can apply after listening to this. So let's keep it simple. We're going to go academy player um, 12 to that 21, like sort of period, like age group. What three tips would you give them? First tip, it's like a, be careful and enjoy every moment because it's even you play 20 years, it's very short and it's finished very fast. It's the first things and the most important. Uh, like years flying, you know. You, you, I think yesterday I was, you know, you know, in the youth academy of the Partizan. Yesterday, I think that is the first, and I think uh, maybe the most important. The second one, of course, uh, as I mentioned, I think five times in this conversation, the football is not the dead and and the life. It's not like a, if you don't play or if you don't become the professional, your life is lost and you are a loser or something like that. No, football is the game, beautiful game. Who, what bring you the, the the best emotions, even bad or 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 beautiful? That is the the second things, and the third third things. You know, I I I I want to say, uh, I can I have to keep going on the second tip. The third one is like, a, what football can bring you and when can offer you in your life? It's I think nothing can give you. Okay, other business, other. Uh, uh, other uh, jobs, or it's also beautiful, but that emotions and that uh, connections and that relations, no, nothing can you offer like a like a sport, basketball and other sport. But okay, I know about the football because I play, and that is the three three things what everybody everybody and everyone have to keep in in your in their mind, and if you repeating all the time to yourself that three things, you know you will be you will be good. Just saying from other athletes I've spoken to, the real enjoyment is what goes on in that dressing room where nobody's there, meaning the fans that you're with, like the training staff. I've had rugby players and they said, Ed, do you know what I miss? Is that connection or the, the dressing room environment? Yeah, that is you something know? special. We're, we're, is that about right? Is that about right from your experience? It's true, it's true. That is the reason why, why, why we very often, after our careers, so or when we, you know, going everywhere worldwide, when we try to keep connections and uh, some some sometimes time to time we we met somewhere i think the most the most often in belgrade the most often in belgrade because that is the spot where we from where we start every month and that is that is things why we keep uh, keeping connections because like you miss miss that you know it's something special you know uh, dressing rooms is like a it's like a Good, you know, like you are a group, you share. Okay, when you are on the field, everybody sees something, see performance. You only heal that in the dressing room. You can heal that in the dressing room. If you don't, you know, very often that dressing rooms is like a, you know, disaster. But when you make good group, strong group, you know, you can you can share that and you can show that on the field also where everybody see. But if you don't have it, it's and that is what. Stay in your in your in your mind and your in your in your life and your heart to the rest of your life. Absolutely, and it's all about the memories you create as well, which you mentioned, which is key. Look at me out of interest. How can people interact with you 
and the company like where are the best places for people to go to um like your website or your social media channels where are the best places to go yeah we have we have our website uh dynamicsg.com.com uh, yes <laughs> sorry and we have also instagram uh, instagram profile on the website there is uh, our contacts linkedin also i'm there amir osmanagic they can find me uh, yeah we are there we are ready for the connections we are ready to to help uh, anyone who is interesting and uh, yeah i think we are able to do that amazing to all the listeners listening in all those links will be on my website with regards to this podcast chat and it's been such a joy chat with you today thank you very much thank you for your invitation and it was my pleasure what a fascinating podcast chat with Amir. And I have to say, it's always a pleasure to have the opportunity to speak to former professional football players. But with regards to today's podcast topic, I hope now you've got a better understanding why professional players at all levels, from the academy to even the superstars right at the end of their career, need support during and after their career in professional footballer. And looking at support from a human standpoint, not just looking at these individuals of just players and looking at the performance side instead of looking at things from a development side as a human being. I think it's just vital um, at all levels of the game because that's how we really grow. And as I said during the podcast chat, for the last seven years, I've been talking about this topic with elite athletes. And even from episode three with John Amici, you know, a athlete's career is very short in perspective of like a career in, let's say, the business world. And it, I would say averagely you're looking around the 30 to 35 mark and that's like half of our life you know in a, in a way of like a retirement um, age they say retirement age now 70 but it used to be 60 so that's why I mean half your life from a working standpoint and I think it's just vital that there is this support and that's why I'm a big fan I've always been a big fan of Sabrina uh, by the way I will leave in the show notes her podcast episode which is all about getting out of your comfort zone and she's got such an inspiring football journey too. But now these two have partnered up and you've got Sabrina who looks at it from a different perspective to Amir. Amir, uh, they're both football players, but Amir's with regards to his football career journey just currently retiring. And then you've got Sabrina who's been the other side, being a director or a CEO of a football club where it's like a different perspective of working with uh, elite football players it's how to build the team how to build a good structure of a club during a time at FK Savievo so this is why I find this is such a great partnership and from a career development standpoint I hope you learn as well like all it can take is one conversation with the right person with similar values that can create an opportunity in this case they started a company together and I think I wanted to share that right at the end too because that's how opportunities can arise and it was quite nice after the podcast to hear both their sides of the first coffee, which took four hours, and then the second coffee they had uh, an, another day, which was five hours. And probably those two sessions were like brainstorming the whole idea of what they're currently doing now. So it, that's the power of conversations, building a network, and connecting with the right people with the opportunities you create too. So I hope I've explained that and decoded that, the, the power of starting conversations in the football industry because you do not know the opportunities that can arise in the future. But then finally, with regards to Amir's point, right at the end, with regards to to support your own sports career development, there's just one aspect I want to highlight. He said winning is important, but looking at happiness is more of a priority. And it got me thinking when he said that during the podcast of, you know, we all want to be happy, like it's a bit airy fairy words and what I mean with that phrase it's more of course we want to be happy but sometimes we don't make it a priority and I think that's why I really enjoyed what Amir said is looking at fulfillment first of what you want in his case he was talking about uh, professional football players but even with our own sports career development looking at the things you do well with that state of flow and that you enjoy what you're doing which leads to happiness um that to me is a such a great approach than winning 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 and have no fulfillment at the end the key is both of course but i think from a sports career development standpoint i hope you can apply that 
piece of shared knowledge from Amir and apply it to your sports career development. That's what I've done, and that's probably my biggest lesson from that podcast chat. But in the meantime, whatever you learn from this podcast chat, put it into action with regards to your career development now and make it happen. Now, as always, at the end of each podcast episode, I'd like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Amir said, enjoy the journey because your career will go fast. So focus on doing things that you currently enjoy doing that make you happy.